Welcome everyone to the Wild Will Throwdown episode 23 presented by Diesel Boys LLC. On today's episode, we will be previewing the upcoming schedule, reviewing the previous weekend's results, and of course, talking a little bit about racing around the area as always. So, just an FYI, uh, the reason we kind of skip an episode here or there that, you know, things with getting healthy and my health and doctor's appointments, thousand things going on, and of course, new equipment coming. Uh, so that's very exciting for our podcast here. So any improvements that we can make, we're going to reach out to more guests. We're going to be able to reach out to more uh, series, different states, stuff like that. So that's kind of why we're in and out on the Wild Wheel Throwdown podcast. So that's very exciting. And now joining me as always, the guru of the race eight, Mr. Hawk Carroll Adams. Hawk, welcome. Here we are. Can you believe it? I sound like a broken record every week. But guess what? Coming up this week's the last weekend of September ton of tracks point chases just end it uh last uh weekend and here we are little more couple more days of hot and then we go into the real fall season yeah it looks like uh according to weather forecast things are gonna start cooling down here in the next few days so yeah it is fall is here and the end of the season is here we got a lot to talk about as you said though a lot of uh, champions being crowned a lot of big races happening now and in the very near future, so still a lot of racing going on, so we're, we've got a lot, lot to talk about. And of course, this is undoubtedly my favorite time of the year in racing uh, in the calendar. Most tracks point system, like we talked about, are ending and other big events come into play. We will discuss them in preview coming up a little bit later on in the program. But, uh, you know, in our weekend preview, this is going to be a big weekend. Uh, there's a lot of special events a lot of points chases are ended, uh, so now a lot of tracks and short tracks have a huge, huge weekend of racing. But uh, Hawk, what's your take on this time of the year in racing? Most chances, uh, or excuse me, chases are over in the points, and now we see a lot of big uh, racing coming up. And just fall is a great time for football and racing. Yeah, football season is here, so. Uh a lot of times for me, I'm busy on Saturdays, uh, you know, at the track and doing all that stuff. And then Sunday, I got to do everything on the computer with the pictures and everything that I do and results. But at the same time, I'm watching football, too. So it's a pretty cool time of year where you got two big things that we love to do, you know, racing and football and everything. But as you said, you know, all these big races, we know the season's coming down to the end. So you kind of want to relish it, take it all in. And, and there's a lot of big events here. So it's really exciting to see uh, – everything come down to the end like it does. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm not going to talk about my Colts because we're not off to a great start in 2022. Uh, we tied the Texans, which was like, okay, well, we tied. We didn't lose. But, uh, oh, boy, this past Sunday, I, I don't even know. It's like shades of last year in the Jags versus the Colts. At least Carson wins. I know everybody gives them crap, but at least we got on the board in that game. But uh, how about your Seahawks? Off to a good start. Of course, they lost this past Sunday, but uh, I know you loved that win against Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think that was kind of a fluky win. But, you know, if we're going to get one fluky win of the year, I'm glad it's going to be against Denver and Russell Wilson. But I think this week against the 49ers, I think that was the real Seahawks for the year. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's going to be the real deal. So it uh, could be a long, long season. I'll have to go stop by and talk to Russell Wilson this week out in Denver, so uh, that's going to be fun. But let's go on and jump into it. We don't have a guest today. Uh, of course, we're trying to plan and get stuff ready and uh, get the new equipment in and whatnot, but uh, let's start off with a little uh, recap of the weekend. 
of September 17th. We will start where I was, of course, the home of Salem Speedway. Uh, the first event of the night was the MR Heating and Air Figure 8 Division. Uh, and that was a great race with the Crown Vicks. You know, it came down to the 12 of Logan Caldale, who finished third. Doug Wicker, who had a runner-up finish in second. And how about this? And again, Daniel Lister in the 54 picked up the win. That was an exciting race. I mean, with about eight or nine cars, not too many drivers take up the figure eight course at Salem Speedway. But it was that three cars that made a show um, this past Saturday. The next event of the night was the MR Heating and Air Crown Vic 35 lap on the quarter mile. Chase Adams clinched that win over Doug Wicker. How about that? Over about 24, 25 Crown Vicks. Good showing this past week. Up next was the Wilcox Towing and Trucking Scrappers. Uh, now, we changed that. It was supposed to be a twi uh, twin 15, but with the dark falling and no inner lights at Salem Speedway, it became a 25 lap. Now, don't have a name on who won because... The flagman decided to drop the green flag before I was finished with interviews. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So I didn't get really called the race. I want to thank, uh, thank a big thank you to Noah Manship for helping me out with the interview of the Scrappers. Uh, at least Noah caught the name, hopefully, of the guy who won. I apologize for that, but uh, that's part of it. And now on to the big, big, big events. The Crown Vic Oval event on the high banks. What a crazy event it was. Great race. Prayers to Daniel Durrett. Sore ribs. I believe he broke his ribs in that wreck coming out of turn four. But the battle between Chase Adams, Carter Cook at the end. Wow, Carter Cook picked up his first high bank win in the MR Heating and Air Crown Vic Division. Chase Adams second, running out the top three was Jake Wells. And they were so excited for Carter Cook. It's almost like they won that event. It was such an emotional win for that young man. So pretty cool. And then, of course, the main event was the Great American Stocks. Brian Bear was the overall fastest qualifier to begin the night. And the invert was a four. Tough break for Brian Bear around lap 42 when he had a right rear go down while leading, and then Jamie Goodman took over that. But the class of the field was the 32 of Baines, Brian Bear in the 99, Jamie Goodman in the 75, and what an emotional win it was. Jamie Goodman clinched his first Salem Speedway win on the historic high banks, so that was pretty cool. So then looking at Brownstown Speedway, it was the Schaefer Photo and Custom Designs meet and greet night. The P3 Graphics Indiana Late Model Series, which saw 36 entries in that, saw Tyler Neal clinch the win. The Peter Hall Super Stocks saw Tucker Chastain clinch another one. The All-in-One Pulls Pure Stocks, as you hear behind me, the beautiful sound of engines. They saw 25 entries. Keaton Strevel picked up a win. The Canes Tree Service Hornet was in action. They had 30 entries. Jacob Owens picked up the win. And the Flag to Flag Media Crown Vicks, which had a full field of 24, saw Brandon Cramner pick up the win. Great cart count, great night for Brownstown Speedway as they prepare for a huge night coming up we'll talk about here later. And, of course, Speed Drone. We weren't on last week with Episode 23, so this week we'll talk about it. The Indianapolis Speed Drone World 3-Hour Championship a couple weeks back. Man, Mark Tunney clinched his third title time as father Bruce Tunney. And how about that? Yeah, it was a good run for uh, Mark. Uh, he's always a you know the big favorites. We always talk about that. He's had some great runs, some bad luck here lately, and uh, but it was great to see him come out of there. You know, it's, we've talked about it all year long, and uh, it's a tough race to win. Uh, you got to have a, a lot of skill, a lot of luck, and uh, good crew and everything backing you up. And uh, he was able to make it happen, and uh, won rather easily there towards the end. You know, he had him covered there, no doubt. So. Uh, Congratulations to him and everybody that participated. 
you just you, hats off to all those guys that do that figure eight for three hours. It's unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go on and continue on here now with the results from last week. Moving on to uh, my home, the Sports Drome Speedway. Uh, finishing out the season, point season, that is, season championship night, sponsored by Clark Nichols Excavating. 40 lap features for all the regular divisions in, on hand. So we'll take a look at those. Uh, the Kentucky and Tank Wash Modified Figure 8 Division. The feature winner was the 58 Adele Shelton. and But the season champion for the season was the 51 of Mike Berry, picking up his second uh, division championship uh, in a modified figure eight. Uh, moving on to the ICA Dumpster Sportsman Division. Uh, the feature event winner was the 15 of Austin Williams, and he is also the points champion. So season champion for the 15 of Austin Williams. Congratulations to him. Uh, moving on to the uh, affordable Fords on the oval. Uh, two of the main features, Jamie Beerman Harbin won the first one. Zachary Cecil won the second one. But the overall champion for the division for the season, the 64 of Derek Smith. Uh, last year he almost won, came down the last race, and uh, had some tough luck here in the final race. But this year he came through, he finished second in his feature. So uh, he's able to take the title, and he was a little bit more than thrilled and did a few uh, burnouts and what have you there. I tried to get him to do some cartwheels, but he wasn't ready for that, I guess. Anyway, there also was enough cars running a B feature. Uh, AJC actually won in, in, in that in the 141 machine. Uh, moving on to the uh, Ford figure eight division, AJC also won that in the 28 machine, the feature event. But the season champion goes to the 14 of Ricky Puckett. So Ricky Puckett taking the title there in the figure eights on the Fords. And looking at the overall Ford combo, that is uh, taking points off of both the oval and figure eight. Several of the cars and drivers do both. And it was uh, 91 Jacob Robertson taking the title on the combo. Uh, looking at the Ford Powder Puff, it was the 30 of Miranda Jane. She had him covered easy. She won flag to flag, winning the feature event, and taking the season championship. Miranda Jane in that 30, uh, looking good out there this year, all season long, 2022. Uh, also, there was a, one to mention for the Fords, there was a special event, a special race there at the end for a lot of the drivers that hadn't won a, a race all season, basically. And it was a mixture of both Powder Puff and the regular uh, guys. And it was actually one of the ladies uh, getting her first win, driving a 228, Kate Leah Smith, uh, Derek Smith's wife, uh, getting her first win. Actually, the car she had was broke down. This was a borrowed car from one of the uh, ten, ten, uh, excuse me, Ken Tungit cars. And uh, first time wheeling that machine, wheeled it to victory. So good job there. Uh, last but not least, of course, is my race eight series the pro front wheel drive sponsored of course all season by merrill beerman excavating uh we also crowned our champions that night uh leon wolney in the 13 getting his second victory in a row on the oval but uh taking the championship of course was a 67 jamie beerman harman uh, excuse me harbin uh taking the championship she already had it wrapped up before this week uh but uh she had another good run, finishing third, uh, trying to get another victory there. I know her and Leon Wolney had a good battle. Buzzy Jurek came up, uh, actually finished second past Jamie last few laps and uh, really put the pressure on Leon. So 
Buzzy Jurek just uh, buzzing for that first victory of his career. So it's coming soon, I'm sure. And don't forget about the pro front-wheel drives on the figure eight. It was Nick Cooper the uh, in that 44 machine getting the feature win and winning the season championship. So Nick Cooper will be getting another set of swords, the special trophy that I get for the uh, Cut in the X series on the figure eight. And uh, uh, don't forget also uh, with that, I know there's a lot of rumors going around. A lot of people know already the front-wheel drive figure eight, the uh, car count's been kind of down the last couple years. So uh, there will be no more front-wheel drive figure eight. As far as the oval, it will be an announcement sometime soon after the season, uh, most likely. It will still be around in some kind of capacity. But uh, I know there's a lot of rumors going around. I said something about it down there. I didn't know how much I'd be involved. So, uh, anyway, just wait and see after the season, and uh, we'll have an announcement there. But uh, another good night, uh, wrapping up the season championship night there, uh, sponsored by Clark Nichols Excavating at the Sportsdrome this past week. Thank you very much, Chalk. And uh, we'll go up the road a little bit to Colorado National Speedway. Uh, They had a kind of a points championship kind of thing this weekend. It was the Super Late Models, Chris Eagleston. Picked up that win in the 22 Super Late Model. Nathan Gasser picked up the Open Wheel Modified. Kyle Clegg picked up the first Open Wheel Modified feature. Kyle Carrasco is your pure stock champion up there. So pretty cool indeed. And then Mary Jane Carlson picked up the inaugural Demo Cross feature. Now kind of what Demo Cross is, uh, basically it's almost like autocross down here. They have a little course set up for them. They go over in little heels and whatnot. So Pretty cool that they do. You know, it's fun to see how different tracks in different regions of the nation kind of do things. But the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series with the Knoxville Nationals at the Knoxville, Iowa Raceway. Jonathan Davenport picked up another huge win. NASCAR was at the Bristol Motor Speedway at a first cutoff race. Um, And that was the famed Bristol Motor Speedway asphalt, I should say. No dirt on that this time. Camping World Truck Series went to Ty Majeski at Thor Sport Racing. The Xfinity went to Noah Gregson, clinching a win for Junior Motorsports in his final season before moving to Petty GMS and Cup for 2023. The Bass Pro Shop night race was full of action as another non-playoff driver parked it in victory lane, Chris Busher for Roush Fenway Kozlowski Racing, making it 19 winners in 2022. Now they move to the round of 12. Notable drivers eliminated from the chase this time around. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, and Tyler Reddick. Hawk, what a weekend of racing. Now we move to a big weekend coming up. I mean, we had a lot of good racing. You had season championship. I know a lot of other places this weekend that we didn't mention had season championships. Now we go to the big time. So how about we start it off like this? We will start at a place that I will be calling my first event this week, Colorado National Speedway, right outside Denver, Colorado. Fly out on Thursday morning. Very excited to get up there. Weather looks phenomenal. So it will be the Outlaw Figure Eights Touring Series, first stop at Colorado National Speedway. I will just be calling the event for the Outlaws, including practice, hot laps, and qualifying, and the race, of course. 5000 to win. That's going to be huge. Talk about some of the drivers we, we notable around here. Uh, well, let's start out west. you got Rod Proctor coming from the Orange So California area. Uh, you have uh, Chris Curtis, who is an odds-on favorite in the number 74 machine. 
A lot of people don't know this, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but I'm going to break it to you. He's not bringing his new car, but Brandon White will be there. He's got the old Ben Tunney car now that he purchased. So uh, Brandon White's got a little bit of speed on him now. I can't wait to see what he's going to do for next season. But uh, he'll be there. Uh, Doodle, I don't think, is going to make it, as what I've seen. Uh, Steve the Bull Durham from Indianapolis, Speed Drome. I believe more guys from up there are going now. So it's going to be a very cool weekend to see, and I'm very excited about that. But also, double features for pro trucks, late models, crazy trains, and, of course, the demo cross will be there. So it's almost like a figure-eight madness show. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have a good one out there. I wish I could join you, but uh, maybe I'll get out there one day. Almost made it out there a few years ago. You know, they run a regular def- a figure-eight division out there. I don't know if everybody knows that or not. It's sort of like a limited late model slash sportsman type of car, and they get up some pretty good speeds. That is a huge track, a huge figure-eight track with some big turns, and they can get some good speed going down the straightaway. And uh, with these outlaws, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. And if they get a good car count, which it sounds like they are, things could get really hairy at that X. Well, you know, looking at the configuration of that track, you know, I kind of, any new track that I go to, I kind of look at YouTube videos, anything I can get my hands on, kind of like football players watching script. What am I going to call? How am I going to call this? The turns are so wide. It caught my eye. You know, one of the cars I believe we're practicing this past week, they put it on video. And it almost took him forever to get around that turn. I was like, what in the world? But uh, another big story about Colorado National Speedway is no grass. It's almost like a dirt kind of sandy, rocky mountain feel, if you will, uh, of landscape. So that's going to be interesting to see. So I'm very excited how it goes this this next week. Um, So then let's talk about uh, Salem Speedway. They're having the Riverside Drifting event this weekend. And, uh, Hawk, what's going on at the Sports Drum Speedway? Uh, another big event. These are always big throughout the year, two or three of them usually every season. Uh, the Smokies Discount Tobacco Outlet School Bus Figure 8 this week. So always a big, well-attended event. We've talked about that before all around the country. A lot of these school bus races, uh, special destruction-type races, they really draw and really help the track survive. And so this, there's no different here. It's always a big event, so there's a lot of... A lot of people use, uh, turn up for these races. Now, one thing I want to mention, they are uh, letting you uh, buy advanced tickets, if you please, to avoid the big lines. Uh, and you can do that at eventbrite.com and then search for Sports Drum Speedway on there. Uh, look for updates, too, on uh, their Facebook page, uh, how you can do that if you want to get your tickets in advance for this event. Of course, the School Bus Figure 8 is the main event there, but... Uh, also, I think they're going to have the uh, KKR Youngster Flyers Power Wheels on display doing a little race for them, the little kids, uh, kind of neat little thing there. Also, the minivans and clunkers are going to have a race, I believe, or two. And uh, also, uh, the big event that I'm really looking forward to that they've had on this event the last two years is a big uh, Ford Oval one-hour enduro and, of course, the last two seasons, they've had exactly 53 cars start. All the cars start. It's a one-hour event, timed event, and uh, uh, not as many cautions. Very, very lazy cautions, if you will, on this, and uh, kind of keep the action going. I don't know how many cars are going to show up. We don't know. I know uh, checking on Facebook, I know there's a lot of people already saying that they are going to be going. Now, uh, I'm kind of heading out uh heading up the deal with the bonuses and challenges during this race you can check on uh, facebook on uh, race 8 and on the uh, sports drone speedway uh, affordable page 
Uh, I got a little thing going on, uh, uh, reaching out, trying to get some different interesting bonuses and stuff. Uh, we usually have a lot of oddball type things, you know, uh, like I'm going to do like a eighth place running car on lap 88, that type of thing. And a uh, leader on this lap or this, this place. Uh, some people has even done like the first car to have a flat tire, uh, first one on the hook, you know, kind of fun things like that, just anything. So uh, if you're interested in any of that, get with me uh, on Facebook and uh, uh, should be an interesting race as it always is. I always have a big crowd, I say, for the bus race. So you'll be racing in front of a full full crowd and uh, they always put on a good show, the Fords do, and it should be another interesting race. So uh, there's your lineup this week for uh, September 24th at Sportsdrome. Thank you, sir. Absolutely, and it's going to always a good one to see the one hour take place. Paragon Speedway, the Schaefer's Oil National Race Savers Sprints, the 305s, and the Johnson Memorial takes place this weekend. 410 Sprints, 305 Race Savers Sprints, Superstocks, Modifieds, Bombers, Hornets will be on hand. Another huge race this weekend a lot of people are talking about is at the Brownstown Speedway, the Jackson 100 featuring the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series. Friday night before the Jackson, Indiana Late Model Series, 2,000 win. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series, full program, 10,000 win. Modifies 1,000 win. And then on Saturday night, Hawk, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series, $20,000 to win at the Brownstown Speedway. Super Stocks, 1,000 win. Modifies 1,000 win as well. Huge weekend. Well, how about this? This is another big event that a lot of people aren't talking about much. The Indianapolis Speedrome this week. This is a monumental event race with a stacked card all the way through from top to bottom besides the three area maybe the most stacked card going yet we're talking about factory front wheel drive all-star 200 adult fast car season championships mini late model oval mini late model figure eight street stocks but there's more late model figure eight is back for 2000 win three hour rules 250 to start huge night for the indianapolis speed drone yeah, sounds like they got a pretty good lineup there, a pretty stacked lineup, as you said there, adding the late model figure eight again. Those guys, uh, you know, put on a show there for the three iron, and then a lot of those guys have the uh, still got tires left over, still want to race, and uh, if they don't want to travel to Colorado, there they got a race right there for you. Another huge event this weekend, the Mount Lawn Speedway Harvest Bash. Night one and night two. How about that? And uh, Saturday, heat races. Now, I wrote this out for everybody. Their flyers are posted at their social media outlet pages. So Saturday, the Wooten Automotive Modifieds practice qualify heats on Saturday feature Sunday. The JW Photography late models, same as Modifieds. Accelerator race cars, pro compact, same. JW Photography stock compacts, the same. Now, here's the big one. The Red Bones and Pizza Chicken Crown Bix, same. But how about this? Sunday, 100 laps, $1,000 to the winner, not counting bonuses. There's bonuses. There's a lot of bonuses, actually. Uh, big cash on the line. Kenyon Midgets will have a full program just on Saturday. All-female Crown Vic drivers, just Saturday, feature program action. Thunder Roadsters full program on Saturday only as well. Other notables on this weekend, Sunday Big Wheel Races for Kids and a coin drop going to take place Sunday. And, of course, this is the coolest thing that you and I talk about, Matt Lawn, a lot. General admission is only $10. I, I don't know where you can see late models, modifieds, everybody else for just $10 on a big, iconic show. That's pretty impressive. What Dave Duncan and Jimmy Wyman have done is incredible. Uh, so I know you'll be there Sunday. 
Um, I appreciate you covering for me. Unfortunately, I won't get to go to Mount Lawn anytime this year no more because I'll be in Colorado. But I know you're looking forward to that Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a a big, uh, big event. I said all the divisions there that they always run and the extra stuff, too, on Saturday, too. And, uh, of course, I won't be there Saturday because I'll be at Sportsdrome, but I'll be there Sunday and uh, weather permitting, uh, hopefully. But, yeah, uh, that's all going to uh, wind down with the big main event, as you said, 100 laps for the uh, uh, Crown Vicks. Wow, uh, and, uh, that's an interesting track, too. They've been getting good car count on their normal weeks, you know, pushing 30 cars and stuff. So uh, no, no telling how many cars they're going to get, and that's going to be interesting, too, because there's going to be probably some guys that ain't really familiar with that track, and that is a very tricky, tricky triangle, as some people call it. You know, so uh, got the short turn and the big turn. So it's going to be a, a wild night of uh, action. Really looking forward to that. Absolutely. And, of course, for those who do not know, I know Hawk and myself will not be the announcers there anymore come next year. Reason being, they are moving to Saturday nights next year uh, as their program. Dave Duncan, it's already came from him. He's pretty 100% guaranteed that next year will be Saturday night racing. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, they – why not go to a regular week program? And look, I get it. Sunday nights with school the next morning and people have jobs. It's tough. I understand it. So uh, we wish them the best of luck. And, uh, Hawk, we always look for somewhere. If we get rained out next year, we'll definitely go check it out. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be there if all possible. So, uh, you know, going to miss it on those Sundays. It's been kind of fun this year because, you know, it's been, uh, what, maybe seven or eight races they do on Sunday. So it's very uh entertaining and then uh, very exciting up there to uh see the action and call the action so uh but we'll try to get up there like you said uh whenever it is possible no doubt and of course we talk about national series the nascar circuit the first race in the round of 12 will be at the texas motor speedway in the auto trader eco park automotive 500 on sunday for the cup series at 3:30 on the usa network the xfinity series will be at the texas motor speedway on saturday for the andy's frozen custard 300 and then the Camping World Truck Series won't be back until October 1st at the Talladega Super Speedway. So now we've close to the end here, wrapping it up. Hawk, uh, give your final thoughts on a huge weekend of racing coming up everywhere. It's going to be huge. Yeah, as we said, you know, we know the, the season is right here. The end of it is right here upon us. So we try to enjoy everything we can. There's there's no reason not to. you got all these big events coming up. Tracks are still doing their uh, season championships, a couple of them around all these big events, high-dollar events, and, uh, you know, it's it's a great time to get out there. The weather's still good. Get out there and enjoy the races and uh, while you can because before you know it, it's going to be the off season. And it's coming fast. Uh, we can talk about that as much as we want, but uh, I watched the weather this morning here, and they said, you know, we're in about uh, three days possibly around this area in the 80s and 90s. And then we're going to start seeing no more 80s and 90s starting next week because it looks like all high 60s and 70s for here on out. Well, we are getting close to October, November, December, January, February. We won't have another race season until late March. So uh, like Harold said, get out, enjoy it. Uh, Get out with your friends, family, tell somebody to go with you, invite someone. Uh, It's definitely going to be one of those uh, weekends you want to get out and enjoy the racing. Uh, So that'll be fun. But as always, this concludes another great episode of the Wild Will Throwdown. Uh, 23 episodes. It's hard to believe. And once again, we do apologize for kind of skipping a week here and there. Uh, we got new equipment on the way. We're going to be able to reach more guests. 
We're going to be able to get more content, so just be patient with us. We're very excited how the show is growing, and I can't thank you all enough, all the supporters. You've been great and uh, very kind to us. I want to also thank Brandon Hooker of Diesel Boys LLC for his support of being the title sponsor. I want to thank everyone at Dirt 2 Media for their help with the production. As always, I want to thank Mr. Hawk Carrot Adams for being a contributor and co-host of the show and giving his insights. And as always, race fans, drivers, and crews, please always support your local racetrack. Too many are closing, more than opening. So just please, please, please support no matter where you go. As always, I'm Will Greenwell, and I will see you around the turn here on the Wild Will Throwdown. <laughs>